Welcome back to another episode of the Modern Multifamily Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Wilbur, and today you're listening to our second episode from NAA Apartmentalize. I was very lucky to sit down with Mark Zikra. I can't believe it's the first time I'd ever met him in person. Mark recently transitioned out of CA Ventures to join August Hill as their head of innovation. In this episode, you're going to hear about the why behind August Hill. You're going to hear about some of the big technology trends that Mark is most excited about and why he's so bullish about helping both operators as well as technology vendors in the future in our industry. This is a fun conversation and I hope you enjoy. Let's get into it. All right, well, we're coming at you live at NAA Apartmentalize. Mark Zikra on the show today. Thanks for joining. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Mark, I'd love to, in any length you're comfortable, just start off with a little bit of your background. You've got a pretty cool story, uh, really scaling CA Ventures before jumping into this new adventure. And I'd love to hear from you about kind of your background in the space. Yeah, absolutely. So I started as a leasing manager at a property in Ames, Iowa in 2010, um, identified that real estate and technology did not really mesh very well when I was a, a youth and set out on this mission to uh, fix that over the next however many years it's been since 2010. So 12 years. Is that right? 2022? Yeah. yeah. So um, did that for a little while. Um, CA eventually sold the portfolio that I was at to American Campus. I went and worked for American Campus for a year and a half as a leasing and marketing specialist. Uh, traveled all over the country working on different assets and trying to you know build marketing plans, redesign the strategy to lease better, um, keep residents happier. And then CA called and said, hey, we're going to build this whole property management thing and wanted to see if you want to come back. I said, okay. So I came back and started designing the technology strategy for the company. Um, started with property management software and everything from there just kind of took off. We had a, a huge, a huge pipeline. Um, the business was going really well and I shifted into building development and redesigning our tech stack and our physical assets. Um, that eventually turned into hiring a team, hiring an innovation team. We built an innovation lab. We designed this very big strategy around how we actually vet products and solve challenges with technology, which I think is is different than a lot of people approach it. Is um, we identified specific challenges and then we looked at them and said, "How do we use technology to get over those challenges?" And that turned out to be really successful. Um, we had this whole team designed around how this functions. Eventually, it got to a point where I just wasn't feeling like I was doing as much anymore. I was focused really heavily on just sort of the oversight of the program. And for me, I just needed to be doing more. So we started um, we started August Hill as an advisory company to fill the gap between real estate and technology and focused really heavily on the early stage prop tech companies um, with a you know, kind of a, a dedicated focus on capitalization growth and operational strategy. So we're working with early stage startups and growth companies on how to build new products, how to deploy capital, how to raise capital. Uh, it's really exciting stuff. And we're starting this uh, concept of the industry side where building that sort of innovation lab and that team that I had started building at CA, um, designing that strategy for real estate companies, for owners and operators who want to innovate, who want to have a better strategy and who want to be sort of on the cutting edge of the technology that's out there. So it's really exciting. It's been a, it's been a journey. Um, I'm here and 
it has never stopped seeming like I don't belong. <laughs> and I don't know why, but it's it's just been such a whirlwind, but it's been great and I've really enjoyed every minute of it. That's really cool. I'm I'm really curious with August Hill, like early stage technology companies, startups, it's really important to find product market fit and then go to market fit knowing, you know, what your product is. Is it is it sticky? And then how do you take that to market? Yep. And are you guys more excited about one or the other in terms of the early stage technology side versus the you know procurement and buying process on the owner side? Yeah, it's it's interesting because we have such a unique group um, at August Hill that there's there's a passion for all of it, and I think in the industry it's important to have both sides. I think the the product market and go to market fit for the tech companies is is equally as important as the industry side, knowing that this stuff is important. And we're getting closer to the point where the real estate side is understanding that innovation and technology is the future. Like if you're not doing these things, you will fail. And that's the bottom line. And so now it's a matter of getting that process in place and getting these companies to understand how to do that, how to innovate, how to do it properly so that it succeeds. You can have the best idea and the best product. If you don't deploy it well, it will fail. And so that process is equally as important as the tech companies building the products and going to the market and saying, this is something great. The owners have to know what to do with it. And so for me, it's, it's kind of a cop-out answer, but I, I think both sides are equally as important. So right now, there's probably never been as much capital as there is right now, especially in the prop tech space, very frothy despite everything going on. Are, are you guys going to be playing a role on advising like product roadmap decisions and how to deploy that capital within a, a prop tech company or more about how to enter the space successfully? Like that, that's such a yeah. big task. Yeah. So there's um, never been more dry powder than there is right now. And I, I think that capital is going to be deployed very, very quickly over the next two years. And the most uh, the most exciting thing for me about that is the product development. It is it is finding companies that are eager and excited and have a good product base and an excellent team and want to build something new or want to expand what their product offering is now. And so we are working with um, we're working with a couple of companies right now on one we're developing a new product with them. So we're riding alongside with them and taking all of the knowledge and expertise from our side and deploying it with their engineering and their strategy team uh, to build a new product, which is going to be really exciting. Um, and then there's there's a lot of sort of exploration. So you may have a great idea, but does that is it is anybody going to buy it? And so we're doing some of that right now with the with the sort of market fit um, sort of product strategy. And I, I enjoy that because it allows me the opportunity to talk to a lot of people. And you know, we do these interviews with different companies, basically buyers of the product. Who the potential buyers would be some legal sort of consulting people. So we kind of get a full landscape of the industry, and we get to say, okay, we have this thing, and we think it's really good. What do you think? And we get to hear fresh perspectives from all over the place. And so that just informs us on the state of the industry as a whole, uh, which allows us to relay that information back to you know the industry. Um, eventually, I see this as something where uh, we're publishing regular knowledge base of information. Knowledge base of information. That's that's actually get it. very redundant, but yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, we want to we want to be the industry leaders in 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 information in the prop tech space. 
I, I mean, I, I've been on the technology side for coming up on eight years, very different from Nike, which is where I started my career. But, you know, it, it's interesting because to me, you look in the enterprise and you see companies like G2 just helping inform what good technologies exist within categories. Do you guys see an opportunity there to really help at scale? People demystify, hey, we have a marketing problem. Who are the companies I should look at? That is um, that is something that we have talked about regularly. And that is actually one of the thoughts I had before we started August Hill was, is this a marketplace? Is this a place where you can go to figure out what the solutions are? It's funny how everybody just looks at Google as like the end all be all to solve all your problems. And then when you have a very specific problem and you try and go solve it through Google, it's very complicated. Um there needs to be there needs to be a, a a place to go to understand who is actually solving these problems and that is something that we've looked at really heavily and are very interested in actually creating the idea that you can log into something or uh, go to a website see what your problem is and then see all of the different solutions see who has actually implemented them not just a logo on a slide deck but like how many actual deployments of this product are there within this large organization like trying to build this program to be something that like gives you real actionable information not just like the prettied up you know pitch deck um for all of these companies because i think that's more important to the buyer than than hearing the pitch that says you know wherein i'm I'm gonna not use i'm not using brand names because i don't want to call anybody out but you know wherein this company and this company and this company but it turns out they're only in like one owned or managed asset in the middle of nowhere in like reno not that reno is the middle of nowhere but i actually love reno um but you you know what i'm saying i do we get that feedback all the time. You can't say that's a logo unless you actually use them practically yeah. across the yeah, portfolio. Exactly. Last question on August Hill. I'd say right now there's a bigger appetite than ever to match technology companies with the right investor. And and getting that right can be hard, but really, really important is yeah. in terms of like what the next chapter looks like. Do you guys see yourself playing a role on like capital advisory on the prop tech side? Yeah. So we are really encouraged about um Latin America right now actually is 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 one uh, one area that we see a lot of growth and a lot of potential from a capital perspective. Um, our goal with our partnerships are not to take the shotgun approach. So you know we don't want to go and 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 do capital advisory for a ton of different companies and you know hope that one sticks. We really are very intentional and diligent about who we're partnering with in that space to say we want to be long term advisors. We want to be on board for the long haul. And we want to be a part of your business uh, and help you grow and capitalize and and, and scale. And so, um, it's 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 really exciting. That's a very exciting part of what we're doing. I mean, I just keep saying everything is exciting because it is, and I'm just really excited about what we're doing. <laughs> That's a cool. I mean, it's a cool time to be in the space. And shifting gears a little bit, before we were recording, you were just talking about like the importance of resident experience and how that's guided a lot of technology decisions you've made historically and now how you'll be advising. I'm, I'm curious like how you think about the resident experience as it evolves and real estate continues to be more and more where we're spending all of our time. There's a funny story, um, which I didn't tell you earlier and I just remembered it. So when I was a leasing manager back then, this is, this is part of what kicked off my feelings about the resident experience. Um, we were rebranding kind of the whole company and we, we, we had this new logo, we had this new slogan and the 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 release that i sent out to the team around the slogan involved 
referring to our residents not as just like our residents, but they're like they're people. They have lives. They live in our buildings. They they experience it was a student housing asset. They experience college in our buildings. Their friends come over, their family comes by. Our job as the operator of that asset was to ensure that they had the best possible experience. And that not only helps us, but it it helps the future of the world, right? Like if you think about college, you think about this is the time where people grow up. It's the it's the it's the middle ground between being a being a kid and being an adult and it's who you are for the rest of your life when you come out of college. Like you become that person. And so I I felt very strongly that the environment that we created was going to really help these individuals become the best versions of themselves and the future leaders of, you know, tomorrow. So I look at resident experience now, not just from that perspective, but from the perspective of everybody in any form of real estate. We live, we work, we play in these spaces, and it's on the operators and the developers to build these spaces in a way that enable the best possible experience for the people moving through them. And I think that is, it's a very big thought, like it's a very sort of emotional response to something that people ask a lot, Uh, but it's really important. And the future of resident engagement is much more connectivity. It's feeling of belonging. Like technologies, the side effect of technology has kind of pulled people apart. It's sort of, it's sort of collectively dismembered society. And there's, you know, there's a lot of ways that we can take that comment and that conversation. We'll stay away from all of those. But, you know, I don't think there's I don't think it's wrong to say that technology has has separated us as a community. I think back to um, I can't remember what book it was, but <clears throat> somebody wrote something. and I'm sure somebody will know this, but uh, dating back in the you know 60s and 50s and 40s. It was whoever was around you. Like you didn't know what else was out there. It, you 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 married the girl down the street or the guy down the street. You did things in your community because it was close. It was it was very it was very tight. And technology came along. Tinder comes along, and now the pool is endless, and you are always waiting for the next thing. And so you've kind of started to separate the community with what, in theory, was supposed to be a better connectivity layer has separated things out a little bit. And so when I think about when I think about the future of technology, we now need to bring that back. So we need to work on engagement that brings the community back together, whether it's through events or, you know, share like the sharing economy. Like there's a lot of really great companies developing ways to share products and services. I've always had the idea that these buildings have really smart people in them and people should learn from each other. So is it is it a product that enables, you know, residents to teach other residents? Is it a platform that gives somebody a chance to speak up and say, "I know French, I'd love to teach you French." And someone on the other side of that building says, "I'd love to learn French." Well, now you've got a little bit more connectivity. And so to me the engagement aspect is 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 a, is going to be around community. It's going to be around how do we bring people back together. So I think one of the things that's like interesting hearing you say all of that, which was really powerful, is as you walk the expo floor this week, most of the technology companies here 
fit into the life cycle that the prospective or current resident experiences through marketing or leasing or community engagement or accounting to drive, you know, operations within an organization. And as you ask, you know, the industry what their resident engagement philosophy or strategy is, is there one? Is that something that like the modern operator is already thinking about? Or is that part of what August Hill or or your brand on your own are going to be pioneering, which is defining, you know, that compelling reason that live, work and play, like you said, yeah. can be amazing. And then how do you back in with the right solutions and innovation? I think I don't think anyone would explicitly say come out and say that they have a strategy for that. Um, but when you ask them that question, they will say yes. So and then you have to ask the follow-up question of awesome, what is it? And then hope that they have an answer for it. Um, I, I don't know that I don't know that anybody has really put a lot of focus on it yet. And I think I'd like to help design that. Um but I don't know that I don't know that anybody out there is is has has a has a strategy, so to speak, of of community engagement. It's all it's all around you know different point solutions that they found to do this or do that. But what is the holistic view? Uh, I don't I don't know that anybody has an answer for that yet. And I, I guess last question along the same vein. Now flipping script to the technology side. I'd say many of us that identify as being a prop tech company want to say they're actively trying to turn customers into fans, which is customer experience. It's that same engagement for our customers. Is there work you guys are going to be doing to really help on like the product adoption side to make sure that these products you're advising are truly solving the challenges and, and the customers are finding that that ideal value? Yeah. So yes and no. I think... Let me think how to answer that. I know it's a weird question, but I'm I'm interested to hear your take. I mean, the the short answer is if we didn't believe in the product, we probably wouldn't partner with them. Um, we aren't in it for the money. We're in it for the relationships and the fun, frankly. I mean, some of our underlying theses in, internally are, you know, before we decide on moving forward with an engagement, are, is this fun? Do we want to do it? Uh, and if the answer to those are no, then we won't do it. Um, and ideally we get, you know, our company blows up and we're massive and we can say no to everything except for one or two every once in a while. Um, but I, I think now I, now I'm trying to get back around to the question. What was the question again? I think ultimately my question would be, as you think about the owners and operators in our industry that want to create this delightful resident experience, I, I would say there is an, equal opportunity on the technology side to make sure that you're creating the same experience for your customer base. And I'm just curious if you've thought through how your company or your individual role or personal brand could influence how you shape the future of technology engagement for customers who are buying from these technology companies. Yeah. Okay. So I think um, the answer is yes. Um, a lot of that is through sort of domain expertise and knowledge sharing. You know the 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 old the old adage of you know if you if 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 the space doesn't exist and define it and you're the industry leader, um, so if you talk about like building that experience from the tech side and that tech, that tech company's side, how do you how do you get it through to everybody in the industry that like you know this is important this is we're we're, we're we know what we're doing we we're excited about it and we want to partner and be like be that 
sort of level of engaged with the person buying your product. I, when I was at CA, you know, I did a lot more buying of products with people that I liked than necessarily the product itself. And that's not to say like we just, you know, if I liked you'd buy your product, but you know, going head to head in a comparable with two products that are almost equal, every time I'll go with the company that I enjoyed talking to, that I had a better experience with. And I may sacrifice a feature or two because of that, because I would much rather work in a space with somebody that is going to make my life more enjoyable. And so you know, you think about the partnerships and you think about, you know, as you're building your tech company, as you're engaging with new clients and you're, you're, you're selling to more people, you're going to be spending a lot of time with them. Like you're going to be doing implementations and training and customer success and all of these things in the long term. And you want those people to be advocates for you as well, because then it creates this flywheel effect. So it's important. And, and, how do you how do you do that is through knowledge sharing and sort of publications kind of back to what i was talking about is like how do we create a repository where people can actually go and understand like those things i think i answered the question you totally did in my mind what you just said (laughs) is that a huge part of your value is going to be helping companies whether they are early stage or scale up stage modernize their go-to-market yeah because i think experience does create belief which does influence the decision you make on the on the operator side. And I think you're going to have a lot that you can advise to make sure that the way they're designing the marketing sales yeah. CX experience hits that persona in a way that can stand out because there yeah. is a sea of sameness right now in technology. And I do think you can architect an experience through buying and procurement that helps them stand out. We need to do more of these word dumps where you distill what I say into something eloquent because yeah. it's that's good. <laughs> that's what I'm here for. La- last question for you, Mark. Um, ideal people that should be thinking about reaching out to a company like yours, even if it's just to peek under the hood mm-hmm. and see what you guys are up to. Is there a cer- certain size or shape of technology or owner operator out there that should be thinking about, hey, I think we have a challenge that these guys could help us with. Yeah, definitely. Um, so we are working with companies from you know pre-seed, pre-revenue, all the way up to Series C and Series D uh, from a from a tech side. Um, everything in real estate technology is sort of on the table. We operate in multifamily, student, commercial, um, single-family rental. We have a, a couple clients doing some really exciting things in the single-family rental space. Um, short-term rental, another area that's that's uh, always exciting. Um, capitalization, you know, if you're going into a fundraise, if you just raised and you need to deploy, uh, these are areas that we excel in. Um, and then like, kind of like we talked about product development, product, you know, sort of restructuring, go to market fit, that kind of thing. Um, and then on the industry side, any, any owner operator who is serious about making change and innovating and actually wants to have an answer to that question of, you know, what is your innovation strategy? That's something that I'm really passionate about. I think it's I think it's you know, really really important that we focus on that as an industry because of all of the reasons we've talked about today. And so that is I think going to be a huge growth area for us over the next couple of years is is working with the industry side as well, uh, which I'm I'm super excited about. That's awesome. Well, Mark, I hope your session goes great this afternoon. Thank you. And I'm really glad we got a chance to meet. Me too. Thank you very much. All right, chat soon. Bye.